So for today's introduction, we have an audio clip for everyone. This audio was sent to us from Derek and Katie in Northern Idaho, and it was recorded in September 2020. The first audio clip that will play is the original recording. The second clip is with enhanced volume. The third clip is the same, but a bit slower. Keep in mind that we can clearly hear horses neighing and dogs barking, but the deep yelling throughout the audio isn't from any known animal that they or we are aware of. Welcome to this episode where we dig into whatever could be making this sound, Bigfoot, and welcome back to Infinite Rabbit Hole. So real quick, the first audio is pretty quiet. So listen to that, and then I'll say second audio. After that, I'll give you a few seconds to turn your volume down, because we enhanced it pretty pretty high so that you guys can really get a grasp of what we're listening to. And then the third audio clip is going to be just as loud, so adjust your volume accordingly. Thanks. Horses are starting to get freaked out. I can hear them neighing. Second audio. In five, four, three, two, one. Those horses are starting to get freaked out. Third audio. These horses are starting to get freaked out.
I'll, I'll just restart. Fuck it. We're just going to restart. I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> remove that again. Uh, welcome back to the Infinite Rabbit Hole for the third time today. My name is Jeremy. I'm your host. I am joined today by Jacob and Kid. Kid Kenzar of the Kenzar Kids stuff and our guest today, which everyone here is excited to hear from. Uh, so we're going to skip introductions. Derek and Katie. Derek, what's going on, man? How are you doing? pretty good how are you guys doing doing pretty good man doing pretty good we're still lagging a little bit but this is much better than it was over on our other platform uh for those listening in tonight uh please uh be considerate we are experiencing some technical difficulties they're gonna but hate on us it doesn't matter it, 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 it is what it is it is what it is i don't give a <laughs> fuck fuck them <laughs> um we're gonna have a good time tonight we're gonna talk about some cool shit uh, some stuff that's been happening over on Derek's property over there in Idaho and some of his other stories as well. Uh, Derek reached out to us a little while ago via email and sent us a really awesome clip, which we're, which I'm going to attempt to put on the front of this episode. So hopefully you guys were able to hear that. That is the clip that Derek sent into us. If not, then you're just not going to hear it and nobody's going to get this entire episode. That's okay. <laughs> Derek. So. First things first, in your email to us, you said that you've had a couple different paranormal experiences with experiences in your life, um, but I really would love to start off with this this audio. Can you give us the backstory of this audio first? I just want to hear what, what, uh, what brought you outside to start recording this, man? How long did it go for? So uh, it was like end of september beginning of october in 2020 and uh maybe 2019 i'm not sure the year but we're sitting up by the fire pit it was september 8th of 2020 september 8th of 2020 according to katie nice my wife so we were sitting up by the fire pit (laughs) (laughs) we were sitting up by our fire pit and then uh, it started getting dark so it was time to come inside to get ready for the kids to go to the kid to go to bed and everything and uh I heard like the dogs on all the properties just going crazy. And I'm like, what's going on? So I opened up the door and I was listening for a little bit. And then all of a sudden I heard the scream and like guttural yell that I've never heard up here before. Yeah. And uh, so I pulled out my phone and then and, uh, you can hear the horses and I've never heard the horses going crazy. We've heard uh, coyotes and other animals around here, but it's never made the horses go crazy like that. But <clears throat> upon listening to it and everything like you can hear my kid he says dad i'm scared and it's just I, I don't know and we've done a lot of research to like of the local animals like the uh cougars bobcats and like what their screams and calls sound like but nothing honestly sounds like what i've heard up here yeah that's some crazy shit man um so your best guess uh do you mind putting it out there what do you think this is I on it. <laughs> I honestly think it might be a Bigfoot, <laughs> a big feet. Dude, so when you said guttural yell, I sitting here, I got the goosebumps because I was telling Jeremy right before this, I played, I played it on my, uh, my sound system in here and just, you know, cranked it all the way up. And I told him, I was like, that is exactly what I heard out when I was uh, camping in Northern California. We're out there, and it was – we heard the tree knocking, everything like that. And 
it's like I have this huge game of like, oh, if I ran into a Bigfoot, I would run out there and, you know, and, and you know, get a fistful of hair or something like that, whatever, right? Whatever I'd say yeah. in a circumstance. But, dude, I didn't breathe for like 10 minutes. I'm sure of it because <laughs> it was the tree knocking all around. All the adults the next morning, they're all like, oh, my gosh, did you hear that? Like everyone heard it. And then um, the campsites were spaced out by like, uh, you know, maybe – a quarter to a half mile or whatever it was basically if you could get into the area you could camp there so they had you know a 70 degree incline you drive your truck up into right to get into these spots mm -hmm. um, but we could hear the people partying um down the creek because it's all echoey and stuff and you could hear them out there screaming hooting hollering you know they're they're drinking it up and then all this activity started and they just shut up over there and it was the loudest deepest yell i've ever heard and it was just out into the woods and it's echoing and stuff and all these knocking all around us and everything and these guys over here shut up and turn off their music and stuff and they're all freaked out and it, i heard your video and i was just like that is exactly what i heard like it was crazy and then i found this yeah. massive footprint right behind my tent <laughs> that we put up on our facebook group <laughs> like, right behind it nuts absolutely yeah so it's yeah. nuts and like i've never i've believed in bigfoot and everything but it's like oh it could be just be old wives tale but like after hearing sure. that i'm like i have no idea what the hell that was it was bigfoot don't worry <laughs> <laughs> so give me give me a little bit of the history man uh has has this ever been a thing on this property have you heard it since no that was the first time we've heard it and we haven't heard it since. And uh, we've uh, talked to our neighbors and we've had a, uh, my wife showed it to a couple friends and they're just like, we have no idea what the hell that could have been. Because of that night that it happened, like normally when people hear things around here, they will post on Facebook, hey, right. did you hear that? Or, you know, there's booms around. Nobody posted anything on what they heard that night. Nobody did. Because nobody wanted to come out and be like, like did you guys hear that Bigfoot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, would you hear your neighbors yeah, saying, like, you know? it was one of those like, nobody heard it. So it's like, are we supposed to hear? Like, was that like, I, I don't know. Like, it was terrifying, but it was, you could hear it because it's echoing. Wherever it's at. Well, I got to start pasta. And it's just like, it was just one of those things where it's just like it's baffling like <clears throat> and it's funny because we watched um <clears throat> a lot of like northwoods law and all that and they had a rabid bobcat come on well they didn't know it was rabid and they let it go and it let out the scream i'm like i wonder if that could have been like a rabid bobcat but then you go back and replay both of them like no that was not that was unless somebody was being stupid and had a microphone and done, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like done something like that, had a microphone. I'm like, but then again, even then, the like horse. That seems weird. I don't know. But the it horses, was just some yeah. one time. But everything was freaked out. Like yeah. it was just, it was weird. Yeah, I've never heard the horses <laughs> behind us start going to town like they were on that video. That's because there's a uh, and an it's alpha weird because it's like way. going out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I, I've, I've been in a lot of the forest up here in the Northwest, like growing up and stuff. 
And it's like up here, I don't feel uncomfortable. Like that night was just weird. But mm -hmm. going into a lot of the force in Washington, I fucking do not go into the force in Washington. Mm. I hate them. Mm. As soon as you walk into a deep, dark part of the forest, you think you're going to get eaten alive by something somewhat, I don't know. It's just weird because I've been camping in those areas since I was a little kid and it's like I've never felt comfortable going in, into any forest in Washington because it feels like there's some presence out there mm -hmm. yeah you take like a lot something of something is out there watching you you take it's a lot weird. of the Native American lore and, and history and stories that come out of the area I know Idaho is very famous for being a Blackfoot territory um I'm not too familiar with the exact area that you guys are from um but i know that they have a lot of stories of creatures of men of the woods of of screaming spirits uh coming from the woods which you know can be correlated and easily explained of by bobcats and, and you know it doesn't necessarily have to be a rabid bobcat i've heard a bobcat scream in the woods i've heard a bobcat cat scream shoot 20 feet away from me before uh they're loud it, it's it sucks i mean foxes will also make a pretty gnarly sound too what does the fox say? Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> but, but um, if 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 you listen to the video, one thing that I found that was absolutely uh just amazing was was the different layers of of sounds and and the different bodies of of, of voices that are out there. And I say voices just because I'm trying to differentiate between the different sounds. You have a really high pitched scream, which could be you know it could be a bobcat. Then you had that very low guttural yell uh that is something that's not necessarily made by by a known creature of the woods you know that's something that's a little bit different mm -hmm. and then you have as you say in the video you hear the horses neighing um there's a lot of really interesting stuff coming from this so do you know anything about the area uh is there is there history in your area of bigfoot sightings is this uh have you guys looked into this at all um, <clears throat> once I started listening to you and you were telling, uh, you said something about the BFRO, uh, mm -hmm, research yeah. thing on the internet, I went and I went to that website and I typed in for, went to our County and everything. <clears throat> and I found a couple that are, uh, kind of like to the East of us, but nothing really in our area that I could find. You should submit that video to them. You should. That's what I'm honestly thinking about it. <laughs> Do it. They would probably go nuts over it. It's definitely some interesting stuff. Um, I know a couple people that are probably going to be listening to this episode that may want to get in touch with you. Of course, you know, I'll, I'll contact you on a, on a case by case basis and, you know, let you decide about that. But um, we could, you know, if you want to uh, excel this, we could definitely do that. I have some, some connections in in the world and those people that i have connections with have better connections than i do so um if you if you do want to get some some uh focus on that we definitely can um so katie is katie is katie there yes. with you okay um i just, well, I just sorry <laughs> i'm cooking dinner no no you're good you're good uh back when we were <clears throat> Uh, recording on the other platform you were kind of talking a little bit about your history and your beliefs in Bigfoot do you kind of do you mind kind of reiterating that a little bit and telling us a little bit about your history and your your focus on the subject just so that we can make sure we get that recorded no that's 
fine. Um, I've, I don't know, like I said, my mom always, she grew up with the sci-fi and all that sort of stuff. And we've always talked about, you know, UFOs. Like, we're not only, we're not the only people here. Like, we, we literally always talked about stuff growing up. And, but coming up was, like, one of those weird things. But then again, it's like, every time I would go on a road trip from Wyoming to Oregon or Washington... I would look at the woods like I'm going to see something that I'm not going to know what it is just because of how my mom, like my dad, like we're Christian believers and all that, but it's like my mom instilled in me that we're not alone. I mean, stuff out there that we cannot explain. Like there is absolutely stuff we cannot explain. Like I was telling you about the, the woods in Washington and stuff. It's like, I would, visit my house all the time and she had a property and it would back up a line you know some woods i don't know exactly what forest it was but literally it was black like i would not i as soon as you cross that tree line i did not feel safe even as a child i did Mm -hmm. not feel safe i would not feel safe going in there as an adult like you just it's a weird it's a weird feeling you get i guess and it's like when we went camping because we went uh, we used to have yearly events in Washington at, which was it called? Skookum Away. Skookum Away Vista. And we had yurts and stuff. And they had, you know, all the forests and stuff around us. It was a place for like yurts and, or they had yurts and all that you could rent out and all that. But as soon as I walked into the forest, I loved doing photography. So I'd go out and take pictures and I'd walk out there and I'd walk a certain amount and I'm like I'm done like you just get that eerie uncomfortable feeling where it's just you don't feel comfortable being out there because you know something's out there so if that makes sense I just scared the living shit out of (laughs) I just want to talk a little bit about the Skookum uh, title because Skookum is a very uh, hot topic word inside of the Bigfoot uh, community now there's a very very popular uh famous cast called the, the skookum cast which is a it, it it's a cast of an entire body of bigfoot laying on its side and you know some people will try to say that no this is a deer and they could point out the the thin forearm of the deer on the cast itself and some people look at it and they're like yeah no i can definitely see the ass cheek of a of a bigfoot and and see it, it reaching and uh skookum is actually uh the word is it originates from canada actually kid just to throw that out there for you i don't know what tribe i'm assuming it comes from a tribe but it actually means uh strong big and excellent and a lot of places that are that are um uh recorded as you know in the title of the place as skookum uh, goes along with a lot of the places that are also have devil in the word uh, or um, in the term like devil's lakes, quick. devil's ridges, devil's mountain and everything like that. Um, they all have a reference to a wild man in the woods. Go ahead, kid. I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. I just wanted to quickly throw out there. Skookum is actually a Chinook word. Chinook. And that is Canadian, right? Yes. Chinook yeah. is Canadian. Yeah. I know the hockey team. I'm not too sure where exactly the Chinook is, but it's a whale, isn't it? Isn't it, isn't it a Chinook a whale? It's a fish. Yeah, whale fish. That's what I said. Salmon. <laughs> salmon whale. Yeah, a salmon whale fish. 
Duh. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That is that is some very interesting stuff. Um, yeah. I, I abs- absolutely believe in Bigfoot. I mean, that's that's no secret. I've talked about that all the time on my show. Uh, Derek, what about you, man? What's your history and your beliefs on, on the big hairy man of the woods? Honestly, like, I, I, King and I would always have these discussions while watching uh, all the Bigfoot shows. It's like, <laughs> yeah there could be something else and like hearing that and then uh driving through the vast expanse of forest uh in washington i'm like there has to be something here i mean like there's so many acres of unexplored land that that are just treed and heavily treed that you'd be dumb to think that we're alone we're alone yeah have you ever flew over that area of the country i mean we're not yes i have it's there's nothing out there <laughs> it's nuts yeah i flew from pax river maryland out to point magoo california one time actually like four or five times but one time i actually was awake for the entire thing and when, as soon as we passed over the mississippi it gets very very uh sparse and then of course once you get into the rockies it is just insane i mean you can look down there and you'd be like i think that's a road it could be a road but it's too short it's like a, it's like a like a river maybe a creek i don't know but there's no there's no like established towns or or anything out there man it's just nothing i mean every once in a while you'll see like breaks in like electrical wires you know like the 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 breaks yeah. in the forest where the electrical wires will cut through um you'll see those every once in a while more than you'll see any roads or towns or anything it's just Mm -hmm. absolutely nuts how much space there is out there and i think people just kind of get lost in in the idea that there's that the united states is just completely packed full and there's no no room for a bigfoot and it's just completely wrong that's one thing that a lot of from my experience a lot of people don't understand how much land is not being used Mm-hmm. we there's nobody there there's nothing going on we haven't even crossed this portion of the land right like and i i a lot of people forget about that so they're like oh there's no way we haven't found a big foot oh absolutely there is mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there's, there's hundreds and thousands of species of animals that are probably still hiding who knows if they're still the ones that they found unextinct animals yeah that are or not unextinct extinct animals not unextinct. sorry but you know yeah. what i mean like they find all this stuff and it's like we have so much land that has not been even touched all yeah. across the world so it's like who knows what the hell is out there it's just like the universe and uh i'm gonna go into a rabbit hole so i'm not even gonna go that's there. that's <laughs> the point of the show you gotta do what you gotta do that's what we do here no i'm just saying <laughs> i have a I am terrified of the ocean because I've watched too many jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lake Placid. You do not get up on the table. And, <laughs> Lake Placid, nice. <laughs> um, but I want, I want to know. But I want to know what's under the ocean. I have to know. Like before I die, I want to know. Do we have a megalodon just hanging out down there? <laughs> like, do we? I want to know. I want to know what's in outer space. Like, I, I want to know this stuff. But space is fake. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. Uh, <laughs> the one time and Jeff's not here. <laughs> like my most fascination is like I want to know what's underneath the depths of the ocean. Like I have a 
I don't know. I want to know. You're not alone. Yeah, on we found that it down there. It sucks, but it's like I have to know. Do we? What do we have down there? Like what? I don't know. I have a I'm, thing about it, and I'm with we you. Get it's okay. Confrontations all the time about it. Jake, what was the name of the episode <laughs> that we did with um, with uh, Yammy? What was the name of that? What, what the bloop? Julie sounds. I was going to say, was Julia that not the bloops? Yeah. Have you heard that yet, Katie? No, I haven't. That I mean, if you're into the the ocean stuff, that is an awesome episode. I gotta see if that episode's like live because if not, I'll turn it live right now for you. It is. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is it? The bloop and Julia sounds. We did it with a with a woman named Yammy from another I podcast. Okay. It's a it you'd like it. It's a good episode. I loved that episode, and I'm with you on the ocean <laughs> thing. I totally agree. We gotta figure. We gotta stop focusing on space and start focusing on the water. Like, <laughs> we already, it's like okay, we already know we have aliens. Okay, they've already announced that crap. So it's like, let's you know dive a little deeper into where we live and figure out what's down there. That's what I want to know. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. And I feel you on on the Bigfoot thing and being a Christian. I'm I'm a, I'm a Christian guy. I think that Bigfoot exists. It's less of a belief for me, more as like, if someone were to say, "Do you think that there could be a different species of wolf that we haven't discovered yet?" I'd be like, "Yeah, probably." Like it's just it's not it's not it's just an animal. You know, I don't go into the whole mind speak thing or they're teleporting or they're turning translucent when people see them. Any of that sort of stuff. It's just like, all right, we know that Gigantopithecus existed in in China, right? at some point and it's just like when everyone's spreading out they followed land bridges and stuff during the ice age okay cool and then you know why couldn't that have come over here too it's just not a big deal to me i'm just like yeah probably and you know honestly i was kind of in this point for me when i was just like hearing jeremy was talking about his bigfoot experience he did a couple times on the show and uh and then i went up did that um whatchamacallit did that camping trip in dinky creek california and that kind of sealed the deal for me i found the footprint i heard the tree knocks i heard the yelling all this sort of stuff everyone that i was with that was you know some of them were really big into bigfoot and stuff i mean they couldn't shut up about it it was just like it, that kind of sealed it for me and it's just like all right well the next step is to you know actually see one which according to jeremy is depending on in what location and what activity they're involved in it could be pretty horrifying but, you know, it's like, it's not a big deal for me. It has no impact on my faith. It's just like, wow, God made another interesting animal. Like, okay, cool. Sounds good to me. You know, it's like, it has nothing to do with, with that at all. But it's just like, are you sure yeah. God created it and not some scientific experiment with the government? I would say because of the Native American <laughs> lore that that's most likely not accurate yeah. because it goes back to, yeah. I'm just kind of. Now, is there something out there that the government created? Now, definitely could be. I mean, you look at the Bishopville uh, Lizard Man uh, down in the Carolinas. That could definitely be some kind of government experiment going wrong. The Beast of Busco, which is out in Indiana, which is a gigantic fucking turtle. I don't. I was going to say, that's the giant turtle, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, that thing's fucking huge. And I mean, that could be something where it's like a radiation issue or or something along those lines. Or it could, I mean, be a one-off of some kind of weird saltwater tortoise that got stuck in a a freshwater pond. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's definitely some some of them out there that could definitely be some kind of weird government experiment. Um, 
I'm on I'm on the the side with Jake here. I don't think Bigfoot is. Uh, I just I just think that uh, there's too too many stories coming from. They're just too old uh, for it to, to be yeah. that case. But if you talk about the Gugway, the Gugway is a uh, an absolute savage of a Bigfoot. Um, this is the most dangerous type of Bigfoot that you can get here in the United States. Uh, if you're interested in some of the scarier stories like the one that about looks Bigfoot. like a like a uh, like a baboon slash baboon, dog yeah. man thing yeah uh it's it's absolutely yeah, vicious that could be that could be something gone wrong i don't know um but the typical patty style bigfoot i would say that's just well, you uh, think here's, animal here's my, hmm? here's my question do you think that since we know like we always there's a bigfoot do you think that there could be like inner they're intertwining with each, like, especially each region is going to have some different, right? Oh, yeah. Because right, of where we live and all that sort of stuff. Because there'd be inter- like, yeah, inter- re- like, they're mixing with each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, regional differences and stuff. Mm-hmm. Too explicit. Like, mating, are they mating with each other from other species? Like, one finds one here, one finds one here. They mate and then they create a super. Super Bigfoot? Super Bigfoot? Oh, yeah. Like, could that be happening? Like, do you I- think that they migrate and mm-hmm. do different things oh yeah hybridization no? definitely could be a thing for sure uh i i definitely am on board with hybridization i mean if you look back to you know uh, i know jake feels a little bit different about this but you go by what science tells you they tell you that the crow magnon and the neanderthal made it in and uh eventually one died off and one created the the modern human being that we are today um so yes i absolutely do believe that that can happen i mean you get the same thing with coyotes and dogs dogs and wolves wolves and coyotes it happens right you can't stop that kind of stuff uh these are these are wild wild creatures wild beings that you know i mean shoot something looks good you might as well fuck it right (laughs) i mean i was gonna say just from a, a more simple perspective i mean you know horses and donkeys we get mules lions and tigers apparently there's ligers you know it's just like if it's in the same species there's really no reason why it couldn't interbreed and i don't see why why it wouldn't excuse my language sorry i didn't mean to be just but it's <laughs> um i'm married to a marine do you I'm worried about oh, me true, true, true. yeah yeah I, I try to be i try to be respectful <laughs> um so we uh we only have another six minutes of recording time left on on this they limit your recording time on zoom so uh we'll talk for like another five minutes and then we'll cut out and we'll get joined back in and we'll do another recording to continue is that okay with you guys yeah that's fine cool um all right so uh just so we can kind of get this in before time cuts out uh is there anything that you guys do believe within the world of cryptozoology so i'm talking about creatures not aliens not ghosts or anything like that i'm more interested about physical creatures of the woods of the of the 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 lakes the rivers the ponds the oceans the hills everything uh physical flesh and blood creatures do you guys believe in anything that uh that we haven't discovered since we're already kind of on that topic (laughs) say things derek thoughts thoughts are hard we all know yeah i i haven't 
have my crayons for today, so I'm a little lucky. <laughs> uh, we'll send you some. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I actually, I, I was this close to bringing crayons to this this topic. <laughs> I was gonna bring them too. Green's my it's, favorite. <laughs> it's branch hate. It's it's all love too. <laughs> it's all love. All love. <laughs> oh, so, good but, stuff. Uh, listening listening to the episode that you guys did with Kenzar when she was uh, <clears throat> when she emailed you first, you, you guys talked about the Wendigo. Yeah. yeah, I really I dove deep and I don't know what it was, but I was enamored. Just I don't know. I I think honestly the Wendigo is just like crazy because it's a cannibalistic person mm-hmm. deer thing that just it, it's nuts. Yeah. Not deer? No, something not deer. No, nope, not deer is a little different. That's yeah, not a deer. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was called a three-year-old's drawing rendering of a deer. Yeah, no, the not deer That's is not is deer interesting. Is. Eventually, uh, you know, we'll cover something like that. Uh, the not deer. deer. Oh yeah, the not deer. It's uh, like not. Yeah, it's literally. Yeah. Have you not heard yeah. these things, Jake? No. <laughs> Jake is taking baby steps into the world of cryptozoology right now. Yeah, you Very interesting. Your face. <laughs> haven't brought it up. I don't know much about them, but what I do know is they are a very interesting thing. Anyways, yeah, no, uh, that was actually uh, Kenzar's choice, you know, coming onto the show for the first time as a guest. Uh, she was the first one to reach out to us via email and just kind of talk to us a little bit about our show and explain how much she appreciated it. So it was like, fuck it, let's have this person on and, and let them choose what to talk about. Kid, take it from there yeah i i just wanted to email the guys and be like hey you you guys are doing a great job like keep up the good work i don't have a cool story or anything for you but <laughs> i'll happily be your first first fan email yeah and uh yeah have, have her come on to boost our egos yeah <laughs> tell us how great we are in front of everybody yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah jeremy was like what do you want to talk about i'm like i don't know uh <laughs> let's talk about something from canada i guess and he gave me a list of stuff and i went for the windigo and the rest is history <laughs> right on what about you katie you know i honestly believe there's a bunch of lake monsters especially depending on how deep the lake is that, like yeah. I, I don't care if it's Loch Ness. I know Loch Ness is a whole thing, but uh, we have a lake that has a submarine base right up above from us, and it's mm-hmm. like, what the hell are they up here for when it's one of the deepest lakes in Idaho? Like, well, there's a theory that the uh, Ponderay Lake connects to the Pacific Ocean via a cave mm-hmm. system. Have found it yet, have they? You don't know that, <laughs> and you use a World War II. <clears throat> well, that's where the Godzilla eggs are housed. Crazy. I believe, I believe Easy one. Said, yeah. <laughs> I'll talk. No, I believe that. I I honestly believe that we have like lake monsters. Like I'm not going to say yeah. that they're Loch Ness or. Well, I mean, they they have to be. I mean, like I said, especially with the depths of the ocean. I believe there's a giant dinosaur megalodon just hanging out at the bottom of the ocean, just waiting for things to open up and first come up. There's something down there that doesn't want us to find it. I yeah, do think there's... I have a thing with the ocean. <laughs> there definitely Sorry. could be some I have stuff a thing down with the bottom of the, the ocean. ocean. I, there definitely could be some stuff down there. I'm not going to argue with that. Oh, that's 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 an uphill battle for me. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to hear that 
Bloop and Julia Sounds thing. We talked about some like black spot that was caught captured on a satellite that was it's like the size of an aircraft carrier underneath the water. It's yeah. freaking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it was a yeah. great episode. I liked that episode. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, we yeah. have one minute left here, so we're gonna go ahead and shut down and move on over to the next recording. Anybody listening to this, sorry for the break, but you, we gotta do what we gotta do. All right. Uh, it'll be taken care of in editing. Who cares? Yeah. Quick. Ask the question this again. meeting is being <laughs> All right. So um, we had to shut down and restart a little bit because we're, we're recording on Zoom right now instead of our typical platform. So Zoom only gives us about 40, 40 minutes of recording before we have to shut down and restart. Uh, we were just having a conversation as we were waiting for Jake to come back from, you know, using the little girl's room. Uh, we, <laughs> uh, Katie asked a question because we were talking about Bigfoot and, and the, the sounds that were in the video that they sent us. And she asked the question, isn't it a thing that Bigfoot is known to mimic sounds of other creatures? And it's true. It is absolutely true. This is something that, uh, that has been a fear theory. You know, I would say theory because, uh, because one of my really good friends, Jeffrey Fernandez, who is also a host of this podcast, will say, without without a, without a specimen actually captured, we can't prove it, uh, which is true, right? But there has been a lot of research into the topic and a lot of researchers that have found that Bigfoot use a lot of bird calls, a lot of whistles, a lot of uh, clicks, a lot of uh, uh, slapping on trees. And then, yes, uh, there has been some recordings of just like this really weird uh how that sounds like it's trying to mimic a coyote or a lot of uh uh diurnal uh bird calls at night right where it's just like why are why are we hearing this specific bird call at night and a lot of nocturnal bird calls like owl hoots during the day um and, and not necessarily on point you're like wow that's either a really sick bird or you know that's just a one-off time where this thing has a cold and now it's hooting in the middle of the day um or it's bigfoot trying to mimic and do its thing you know we've gone into a couple times here on the show about how bigfoot have these communities that they that they uh surround right you have the the females and the children in the middle and then you have these stationary uh kind of big burly males out uh standing guard I mean, if anybody that served in in the military knows about standing watch or or guard. Ugh, don't uh, even say that ever again. Watch. <laughs> oh, how dare you! I'm Balls to eight, Jake. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and how they'll communicate with different kinds of animal calls. So yes, uh, you know, so that's something that you know I, I I'd like to to see if maybe you guys can can kind of uh catch on to while you're out there you know if you're getting those kind of screams you're going to be getting something something's going through there i'd be interested to see if around the same time frame of the year they're around there because uh you know there's a I lot of no no i didn't even no, think I... about that oh yeah we've been up here for three years and it's like, especially like right now, we can't set fire picks. We have like 90 feet of snow outside. But it's mm -hmm. like with summertime, and that's when we sit by the fire pits. And normally winter doesn't hit till November. Or snowfall is usually yeah, December. Depending. Yeah. Depending. yeah I would. Um, but 
I would, I that would be interesting. Maybe that's the path of the future. Yeah. Have to come sit here at nine o'clock at night and that'd be interesting. I, mean, I didn't think about these, that. These things have been spotted in all 48 or all 49 mainland states, right? So, including Alaska, every single state of the mainland, these things have been spotted on. And if you, if you watch the progressions, you can see that there is a, a clear path in which they follow seasonally. You know, they head south in the winter and they head north in the, in the, in the summer. They like it chilly. They don't like it hot. They don't like cold. Um, unless you're talking about regional variants such as the swamp ape or the wood booger. Um, you know, definitely pay attention. The Yeti? Well, the Yeti's, uh, that's a, that's a Himalayan creature. That is China uh, or well, over in well, Asia. Then when, 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 but wouldn't they be like the Yetis? I think of a Yeti as more of the snow. Not so much like big, but here, yeah, we get snow and all that sort of stuff, but especially up in Alaska, where it's 90% snow 90% of the time. Would that not... Mm, no, I don't, I don't think so. Up in no, I don't think so. You got to think of bears, right? Brown no. bears do the exact same thing. Now, you get yeah. grizzly bears up mm-hmm. in the in, up in Canada and the northern parts of Alaska and everything that are just giant freaking monsters. These things are beasts. Right, and they're much bigger than the brown bears that are down here in the United States. The ones like we see here in the United States, I mean, they're scary. They're big. You know, you don't want to go near them. But you ever go see a brown bear up in Alaska or in Canada? It's like a Kodiak. Yeah, you're like, holy shit, that thing looks like it eat me through its butthole. Yeah, you don't want to mess with the with the bears up here. Um, and you know, just just well, like- no, but we swear we saw a grizzly last year when we were camping. Yeah. A very, yeah. very remote, one oh, yeah. lane, scary ass drive up there. And we saw this bear, and we're on cliffs, like literally yeah. we're on cliffs. And we just see this thing come in front of the truck, and Derek's like, Is that a fucking dog? I was like, No, that's a fucking bear. <laughs> and its ass end was bigger than the truck. Like, yeah. It was fucking huge. And it just dove off the cliff, and we're like, Oh, oh good. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys did the American thing. So it was huge. Off the cliff, right? It was fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> took care of itself Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so i mean if you're asking me i'm i'm just a uh desktop researcher man i you know i haven't really spent a lot of time out in the woods doing it i've done a little bit but not much not nearly as much as i would i would love to do um but from what i can study from from right here with the books that i have over here in my my uh library and you know the stuff i can look up on online i mean there's a lot of sources out there a lot of people are tracking these things um if you look at uh jeff meldrum's uh cast collection you know he he tracks individuals with scars like certain scars on their feet that show up across different state lines like these things move they move they're they're not stationary creatures i mean you think about uh how many times do you see a brown bear like i mean those things are very secluded right you don't ever see a brown bear like very like what you have is pretty rare i mean there's some people that you know live within the territory of a brown bear and they see them you know here and there but uh think of think of it like this with a population as low as it is with brown bears right we're seeing bigfoot even less so Mm-hmm. there's either there's either a bit of intelligence or there's low population or there's both right and these things are migratory um if like you, with your circumstance they are migrating with the blueberries right yes and that's one thing that i found out because i had my experience in the spring in 
uh, northern New New England. And it just happened to be that the exact same time that I was there was the same exact time that that state was going through its blueberry bloom. Um, and, you know, you get the, the bears and everything will come out, get the blueberries. And apparently so did the Sasquatches, so did the Bigfoots. Uh, so, you know, that's something that I would be interested for you guys to kind of keep an eye out for, too. No, don't only look for the time that they're, that they're heading south, you know, uh, um, give or take a month from the, the time frame that you guys saw. But also, you know, on the other side of the coin, too, pay attention in the spring. Uh, when when everything's starting to bloom and everything, you start getting all those wild berries, the blackberries, raspberries, and all that other good stuff, and see if you can't hear anything, man. Be interesting. Well, mom and dad might have some interesting things down in Whitebird. Maybe, yeah. No, up in the mountains. We never even paid attention last time we went down there. Like, road trip. Yeah. My parents live uh, four hours south of us in a very uh, desolated population of maybe a couple hundred people. <clears throat> and they have access to thousands and thousands and thousands of forestry behind them. So you go up there, there's nothing up there but logging, somewhat logging roads. But other than that, you have no homes, you have legit nothing and there's tons of huckleberries and blueberries and rad oh yeah man oh yeah so i didn't think about that we might have to do that next or this next year i would i i if dude, we find I would, anything we'll send you guys something hell yeah i mean i would be setting up microphones all through the woods man <laughs> game trail cameras everywhere <laughs> game trail cameras up. yeah i was Throwing gonna say get the tops of trees for presents yeah like, There'd be so many GIF, GIF bottles of peanut butter through the woods. People would think there's a, there's a fucking peanut butter addict out there. <laughs> Someone coming in into town just stealing peanut butter and going heading in the woods. You would just, you would just attract my husband with that. Are you over there? He's oh, like, I man. don't know how to describe it, babe. I smell peanut butter everywhere. Freaking ghillie suit hiding in the treetop. Not a Oh, good stuff. Yeah. Because he says there peanut butters for the full. Yeah. Um. So. No, but they. they I think down there would be interesting. Mm -hmm. oh, sorry. No, you're good. This is. This is the kind of conversations I love to have, guys. I love it. Uh, Derek, so when you emailed us to kind of move on to the next topic here, you said that you had some uh, other paranormal experiences. Do you mind expanding on that? No, I have no problem. Uh, so the one that I told you, uh, it was this hotel that was being built on this old castle grounds in Okinawa or whatever. And uh, the lore behind it was uh, <clears throat> during the construction of the hotel, the uh, uh, Okinawans would have experiences. They would ha hear girls screaming and uh, all this. So they pretty much the locals were just like, I'm, I'm done. We're not going to work on this the program. And then there was this Air Force guy that was driving down the road. He heard uh, a girl scream come from that abandoned hotel area <clears throat> and uh, he called the local authorities, he called the MPs and everything and he got picked up by the local authorities 
brought back to the base, had his car towed to the base, and was told never to go again. Mm. So when we got over there, we heard the stories from the uh, locals that worked on the base and everything, and we're like, okay, let's go take a look at this area. So we ended up driving up there uh, probably about like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, and uh, we had to hop a chain link fence. We were walking in. We weren't seeing anything, didn't hear anything, and then when we were in there, we heard a little girl, like a noise a little girl would make. So we're like, okay, this is really weird. Uh, a couple hours ago, I didn't hear anything else after that. So we're like, okay, let's head back. Let's go back to base or whatever. So as we were walking on this road, it was like a windy road. And uh, there was a tree limb hanging over off the side of the road. I was the second to last person in line. And my buddy was behind me. And him and I both heard something running up behind us and then stop he jumps on me i turn around and we don't see anything but we look up the road and at this tree branch there's two legs standing on the opposite side like standing, it was just like straddling the tree branch mm-hmm. so we kind of sit there for a little bit watching and then all of a sudden it just disappears and then we double time pretty much out of that whole entire little area just like a military member, you hear about some crazy demonic stuff or ghost <laughs> stuff up the road, and you're like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, oh, sounds like fun. Let's go. <laughs> so now I don't know much about paranormal stuff uh, when it comes down to ghosts and spirits and everything. Uh, that's something that we lacked here on the show that we just didn't have anybody really specializing in. Uh, So we didn't cover it very much, but from what I do know that uh, the island of Japan has quite a bit of uh, some some paranormal experiences. I know northern Japan has a lot, a lot more than southern Japan, like Okinawa is down in southern Mm -hmm. Japan. Uh, But when you get down up to like Okigarahara, which is the uh, suicide forest, uh, Mm -hmm. it's about... Mm-hmm. Yep. you know that it's uh but i think that's like almost a day or two days worth of tra- uh travel by car you know it's a it's a pretty long trip from okinawa mm-hmm. if you were to go straight through i think it's about two day trip um when you get up there into the hills you know because okigahara surrounds a uh an old volcano and the uh, the ground itself is actually all uh, volcanic stone. And the trees that grow out of it, the roots can't even grab into the ground. So all the roots are kind of uh, built on top of the, the, the lava stone that's there. And there's a bunch of tunnels like pits that just fall down. A lot of people that just go in there just to uh, explore it end up actually dying by falling into these giant holes. So not only do you have this whole thing uh, about like uh, people committing suicide there on an absolutely massive scale, but you also have people that die there accidentally just by trying to do some research in the, in the forest. Falling into like a lava chute. Oh, yeah, that's what exactly what it don't is. They, don't they yeah. have like signs and everything everywhere that says if you need help, please call this number. Yes. If you're exploring, they, be very careful where you they, step. They do. And that's just that's the kind of stuff that uh, Japanese culture just has, you know, and it's, it's very superstitious as well. Very, very superstitious. And I, I believe, you know, uh, if we had CJ on still, CJ would tell you that, you know, most likely. 
and I'm not trying to put words in the CJ's mouth or anything, but that the island of Japan, there's more tulpas there than anything. You know, a lot of people have these uh, oh, yeah. beliefs that there's these this paranormal entity, these uh, these ghosts and spirits that live within the realm of Japanese folklore and legends and and store, stories and mythologies that a lot of them actually do come true uh, due to the tulpa effect. Um, now, I don't know anything about Okinawa. I've never been. I know a bunch of people that have been. Um, but I, I, I wish I had more to expand on that. It's a freaking awesome story. And like Jake said, it's just like a service member to hear something that could possibly kill you and just go do it. Um. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, and, so, like, fun. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, exactly. And uh, that's where I first had my when I, I can't remember who you had on who had the uh, sleep paralysis. Derek. Oh yeah. Yep. The other Derek. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's where I had my first sleep paralysis uh, experience. And anything before that, like, my first experience, I don't, I don't believe that happened to me. And it was the craziest thing in the world. <clears throat> sleep paralysis is nuts, man. It's it, – that's, yeah. that's one topic I wish we, we uh, visited again. Hopefully, in the future, we can revisit. Because there's a, there's a lot of information that I, that I didn't put out in that episode that I know now. I, I would love to expand on that. But yeah, man, uh, what kind of weird shit? I mean, have you seen anything during your sleep paralysis episodes? That was like, honestly, I only had one of them and that was while I was over there. And uh, I, there was a, there was someone sitting, like sitting on my chest, just looking at my oh, face. You saw the demon. Yeah. The old hag. Everything leading up to it. Like, uh, so I was in a room that I was all alone in, and like the way it was weird when it's up. So you walk in, you have the uh, sink, you have a head or a door or a doorway that goes into the head that shares a uh, door with the other bedroom, and then you walk around and then you can like get into the actual room. So the night that it happened, I had locked all my doors, I was getting ready to uh, hit the sack. And as I was laying down, I heard my door open, but I was like, the door is locked. So I sat up, the door was still locked. And then the way it was, like, my feet kind of around a wall that was by the uh, sink. And then I felt something grab my foot after I had checked the door and everything. I felt something grab my foot and kind of start trying to pull me down around the bed. And I was like, what the hell is going on? So I sit up again and nothing was going on. No, there was nobody in the room. My head door was locked. My front door was locked. And then I lay down again. And then all of a sudden, just I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't scream or anything. And I opened my eyes and there was something sitting on my chest. And I was screaming for the person next door to come into the bedroom. But I couldn't scream anything. And then all of a sudden, I broke out and I was able to yell. And he came banging on that head door to see what was going on. And it was nuts how it went on. You were sleeping on your back? I was sleeping on my back. Yeah. Oh, man. So yep. uh, there, there's like three or four common experiences when it comes to sleep paralysis. Just to put a little bit of information out there for those that are listening. Um, if you haven't listened to the old sleep paralysis episode that we did, uh, one of the most common experiences is the old hag. 
and that is it, that's what you what you experience you know you feel that pressure on your chest and all of a sudden you look and there's this black uh almost hazy looking thing sitting on your chest and you could mm-hmm. feel it you could feel it sitting on your chest um and it, it's called the old hag uh it goes by other names in other cultures um but if if anybody out there wants to do more research onto it that's what you want to look at you want to look at the old hag phenomenon very very cool so is sleep paralysis more or less like is it an outer body experience no sleep paralysis is a completely inner body experience uh there there is a lot of outer body experiences that you can have during sleep such as uh astral projection or uh um a kind of a mixture of the two which is lucid dreaming you can uh that's what i do yeah technically you're still inner body but you can go anywhere within your dream world um now sleep paralysis is completely internal um sometimes one of the experiences from sleep paralysis you kind of feel like you're floating and you're floating up towards your ceiling uh that's as far out of a body experience that you get from from sleep paralysis but there are plenty okay a lot more than what i just explained when it comes to out of body experiences while you're sleeping too so uh that is just well, sorry, i was getting i was getting the kid ready for a shower but anyway oh, so i've had two i've had two weird experiences in my life where i don't know if it was i was mm. in like super deep rim sleep mm. and one was in a car and I fell asleep so hard to where I remember me seeing my mom, because this was when I was little and not driving. She was banging on the window because we went to McDonald's to get uh, food when we were on vacation. She was banging on the window so hard, and I was trying to say something, like scream and yell like I couldn't open the door. And then all of a sudden, like, all of a sudden I get this, and I wake up. And that happened pretty much twice the second time it happened um i saw myself having a seizure on my bed or my floor whichever one it was and then something woke me up i don't know exactly what woke me up but something woke me up which was weird and that's the only two times i've had that the seizure one is is a common experience. That is definitely a very common out of body experience uh, that a lot of people experience during seizures. I mean, it's not as common as like you know one out of ten. I'd say more of one out of fifty, one out of a hundred people who experience seizures. Uh, probably, but I've never had a seizure. Yeah, it's 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 strange, and you never. I've never had one. Yeah, you oh you never had had a seizure. You just experienced like I watch you, it. It's weird. It is the weirdest thing. I watched myself have a seizure, and I've never huh. had a seizure in my life. Wow, it's all right. I see myself like, dreaming in third person all the was... time. It just trips you out for a bit. That's is, crazy. Is that a... <laughs> we have a farm in here. Sorry. No, you're good. I got one too. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. What was your question? So, like, I literally saw myself have a seizure. I know. I know. Okay. I do I was apologize. Like, I was, I think, 18 at the time. So I, I just want to say I apologize. We're getting like every third word you're saying. Uh, uh, so it's kind of, it's a little difficult to make out what you're trying to ask. Um, it, but it, you know, I know. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't mean to be rude or anything. 
Um, we are. No, you're fine. We're uh, we're about eight minutes away from it kicking us off. Now, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and in about five minutes start uh closing this out. Is there anything that you guys would like to talk about, ask, or anything along those lines? Uh, Jake, Kenzar, you guys too. I know I've talked a lot during this this uh, recording here, so I want to make sure you guys all get a, get a chance to. Um, I just want to quickly say that that was a really really cool video. It gave me chills. I had to show my roommate, and it gave him chills. Uh, that it, it. Thank you for sending that video in. It was super super cool to listen to, and I'm gonna probably go listen to it like 20 more times after this. <laughs> It's spread it around. I mean, it's, it's nice to have other people who understand what we went through, like, mm-hmm. and what we experienced. Like, it's, it's nice to have people that are not going to be like, oh, well, it's just a somebody may call up or whatever. It's right. nice to have people that believe what we believe in. Yeah. That makes sense. You know that, what I mean? Like, that was the original find, concept of the show. Yeah. That group of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, and that's it. the original video. Like, like we never edited it, we never did anything, but that's what we recorded, and that's what we've had on our phones for two years. That's so cool. I think that it's so unique because we've had people come on that have had these sorts of strange experiences and stuff like that, but you're the first ones that have hit us up with a, you know, something we could actually listen to and just be like, This is what we experienced, right? And yeah, I mean, told you right away, it was exactly what I experienced when I was camping. Um, I didn't know how to really explain it and stuff. When I heard that, I was like, this is what I heard, you know? And yeah, I mean, you guys totally told it. I'm glad that we were able to get you on, even with the spotty signal and all that stuff, getting you on, chatting about it and stuff. It's been a really cool episode and I appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Hey, we appreciate it. It's been fun. We appreciate you guys having us on and thank you, Jeremy, for replying back to me. I honestly never thought I'd hear back from you. (laughs) Uh, it's okay because I didn't think I'd get a response either. I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> we're just little guys, man. We're not. We're we're real people, man. You know, yeah. I we we try it. We we put it out on episodes all the time. Reach out to us. Reach out to us. Reach out to us. Uh, and we just don't get it. You know, we don't get people that want to yeah that come on the show and talk with us, or you know, we don't get people that that randomly email us with some cool stuff i mean i do get some some random and let me tell you some really random stuff <laughs> uh, but mostly it's like government secrets and and stuff like that and it's like dude i just you know there's I can't. a picture of a walmart where they're hiding all the aliens it's like Ooh, yes <laughs> um, some, some top secret u.s uh government experiment that's happening in canada with cloaking devices for humvees it's like (laughs) (laughs) crazy it's like oh man all right good luck we we appreciate it it's been fun like i like my we we talk about a lot of stuff all the time but it's nice being able to talk to other people that understand where we're coming from yeah we're christian believers and all that but at the same time we're not alone in this world there's other that's out there that we cannot explain and it's just it's fun <clears> having <throat> the conversations and talk about it sure yeah. absolutely 100 percent agree with you couldn't couldn't you say know? it better myself it's just fun i mean no uh derek thanks for reaching out man like it, it really means a lot 
and it's uh it's something that jake and i originally wanted to do with the show like this show was not supposed to be what it is uh the original concept was to talk about monsters and and uh and and eventually completely fade away from talking about stuff that we research and go strictly to uh interviews with with uh people who have had experiences just like you guys uh that's what we wanted to do and infinite rabbit hole has just become a completely different monster um and uh mm-hmm. you know thank you so much because this right here this interview uh, it's got me motivated man i'll tell you <laughs> it's i love it i just do um but yeah is there anything else that you guys want to say he's a motivator i'll tell you that much oh no i i get it i mean he's a he's a marine <laughs> 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 what, what, do you, what do you guys call us so anyways all, all we have to say is when we go camping this year and we find a bunch more shit we're sending it to you hell yeah how about that and we'll have you back on <laughs> if you guys are ever up up in our neck of the woods hit us up and we'll take you camping and go out to like the deep woods hell yeah like i said you know the you wife and i are looking at yourself at that one place i don't want to say what it is because i don't want people to know where you're from um other than just saying that you're from the great state of idaho um i you know eventually the wife and i are going to make it out there i'll make it out there with my katie and uh you know my uh my entire clan that i have you know <laughs> right in this house um and uh yeah i'll definitely hit you guys up if i ever do make it out there i'll tell you for sure We'll just keep right in touch. On, like right we, we love listening to your podcasts. I've loved everything about your podcast. Like it's just so interesting. I love it. I love li- like listening about everything. It's just fun for me. It gets me back into that whole realm of what the fuck is out there. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. I literally love it. That's awesome. That's really awesome I to do. hear because we've been I having love a- it. I love you guys. We've been having a lot of really negative reviews lately, and uh, this is this is, this is good. Awesome to hear. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. No, I love it because I love I love all the weird, crazy. Like I said, I grew up with that. That's what I grew up trying, knowing what's what and who's what. And yeah, I have my beliefs and stuff, but there's still shit out there that. I'm in luck. Who knows? Yeah. Gosh, I agree. So, I, I couldn't agree more. All right, Derek, Katie, so, it has been absolutely fantastic having you guys on. Um, I can't wait to hear back from you guys. Hang tight. I'm going to shoot you guys a, an email uh, real quick after this. Uh, I'll leave the contents just between us. Um, but uh, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story, sharing your video. Um, man, uh, you guys are a part of the group, right, on on Facebook? yeah for sure cool i i hope that you guys stay active uh and uh you know i would love to hear more from you guys thank you so much thank you guys for having us and i really appreciate it it's nice to meet you all nice to meet you too all right guys that's been another episode of the infinite rabbit hole podcast we'll see you next time on the next path of the infinite rabbit hole bye everybody bye bye you guys have to say bye you have to It's the law. Oh, oh bye. <laughs> <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.